first time in my life, and I'm sure for the first time for a lot of the people that are watching, all major sports have stopped. And this brings about a problem for me because I spend a lot of my free time watching sports. I can watch soccer, hockey, volleyball, tennis, but sometimes I also get dragged into the rabbit hole that is YouTube and end up watching extreme dodgeball. And I kid you not, I ended up watching the World Cup Scrabble. To me, it doesn't matter what it is. If there's a competitive element, some kind of strategy, and some kind of skill required, I enjoy watching it. So, with a lack of real sports going on, I started to look for alternatives to fit the needs of my competitive sports watching. And I naturally turned to eSports. eSports is the term for competitive video gaming. This concept wasn't new to me and I have actually watched some eSports before this whole shutdown situation. But if you're watching and you think to yourself, competitive video gaming? That exists? Let me show you uh, a clip of some highlights of the biggest eSports in the world. League of Legends. is terrifying. There goes the teleport. The Tian, you beauty. Now Tian is going so, so low. Yankos repels up, comes out, gets killed. It's a jungler for jungler trade. And now Perks is blown up. He doesn't have the charge available. All of a sudden, Mickey's down. Oh, two, three. LWX can find the triple. Tian gets another. G2R aced. 22 minutes. It's LWX that does so, but it's at the cost of Chris Blythe. Hero Zedrus comes in as Wimby is chasing forward. That's already a kill. Onto Yankos. This could be it. It's going down. And Fun plus Phoenix are your world champions. However, esports is not just League of Legends. It's actually an umbrella term for numerous games that are played competitively. There are platform, game, platform games like you just saw. There are sports games like FIFA and Madden. Uh, there is shooters like Counter-Strike. And there even is racing simulation games like iRacing. And esports is big business. As you can see in the clips, events are well attended. Sponsors are plentiful, prize money is pretty substantial and fans can get really close to the actions through live streams online. In 2013, the finals of the League of Legends Championship, that's the game you just watch, had the same amount of viewers as the decisive game of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. As I mentioned before, I enjoy watching anything that has a competitive element to it. However, the biggest thing that has been hindering esports is the idea that it's not a real sport. Preventing mainstream sports channels, fans, and commentators to really start watching it. But is that really true? In this episode of JWK Explains, 
I want to look at that particular question. Is esports a real sport? I will compare esports with a scientific definition of what a sport is. But I also want to go further and use my expertise as a mental performance trainer to compare esports to different sports and really be able to answer this question correctly. In order to answer this question, we have to look at the scientific definition of sports and see whether esports falls within it. The most common definition of sports states that in order for something to be considered a sport, it must include seven different characteristics. So let's go through each one of them and see where esports sits. First of all, a sport must include play, or in other words, people need to participate in it because they find it fun. For instance, I play volleyball because I enjoy doing it. I think it is easy for all of us to agree that video games, and therefore esports, are actually primarily designed to be fun. Not a lot of people will have a goal to play a video game they hate playing for two hours because it would increase their reflexes. So I think it's safe to say that esports follows this criteria. The second aspect of a sport is that it needs to be organized. It needs to have a clear and universal set of rules. So for instance, a soccer game lasts 90 minutes and at the end the team with the most amount of goals wins. And again, esports passes with flying collars. Not only do all games have rules, they're built into the game to the point where it's almost impossible to break them. So that's two out of seven for esports. The next part is that sports are competitive. At the end, there's a winner and a loser. Looking at games, although there are video games that do not have a competitive element, all esports games do. And therefore, it also complies with the third characteristic. So far, so good for esports. A sport needs to be comprised of skill, not chance, is the fourth demand in the definition. This is where games like poker become a real discussion. However, if you have ever played the kinds of games that are being used for esports, you will know that skill is probably the biggest factor that determines winning and losing. I for sure feel the same way playing my first game of Fortnite as when I tried to play hockey for the first time. Like other people knew things I did not. Definitely skill involved. The next characteristic is simple. A sport needs to have a broad following. And as I mentioned earlier, if an event gets the same amount of views as the NHL, you can consider that a broad following. Five out of five so far for esports. Now, this is where the definition becomes a little bit more complex. A sport needs to have institutionalization or a long-term tradition and history surrounding the activities, rules, coaching, etc. You could argue that eSport does not have that. However, 
With the emergence of professional teams with coaches, collegiate esport teams, and competitions giving out scholarships and the existence of players associations for athletes, one could also argue that esports is quickly on its way to reaching this characteristics. Let's say five and a half out of six. This brings us to the final and most critical characteristic that esports struggles with. A sport needs to have a physical component or more specifically, one's physical movements must be integral to the successful completion of the task or the way in which a movement is executed should impact the likelihood of success of that movement. For instance, shooting a soccer ball while being unbalanced will probably result in a wayward kick. Now, how does this translate to esports? Does pressing a button differently result in a different probability of success? This is extremely hard to answer. But it is fair to say that the impact on success the physical inputs have are smaller in esports than they are in real life activities. And therefore, I personally fail esports on this characteristics. So the final score is five and a half out of seven, where according to the definition, seven out of seven is necessary to be considered a sport. So the conclusion is, esports cannot be considered a real sport. But I have a problem with that. Because according to this definition, neither is running, because there is no competitive element, or going to the gym, because not everyone thoroughly enjoys doing it, but they do it anyway. None of the weird games coaches and phys ed teachers come up with count, because they are not organized rules. And then there's activities like spikeball, paddleball, squash, dodgeball, beach, uh, volley and handball or soccer for a lack of a broad following wouldn't be a sport. And even football would maybe not be considered a sport because there's not really a global following for it. It's just North America. So instead of looking at this set definition, let's look at it a different way. Let's try and do an exercise that I do with a lot of my clients. I especially do this exercise when I want to work on athletes' self-perception and confidence. And it works as follows. Uh, I ask a bunch of questions such as, what is your biggest athletic achievement? Or who would uh, think that you are good at what you do? The athletes answer these questions and I write them down. At the end of the exercise, when I've asked all my questions, I read out the answers and ask the athlete who's listening, would you think this athlete is good at what they do? Often the answer is yes and a big smile. It's easy to get caught up in what is bad about yourself and not focus on what's good about yourself. Now, I think we can do this exercise for esports as well. And when you listen back to what I'm about to say, ask yourself, if I didn't know we were talking about competitive gaming, would I consider this activity a sport or not? Ready? Here we go. For this activity, athletes train more than 10 hours a day in professional teams. 
They receive a salary, have a coach, and some even have mental performance trainers. They are sponsored and travel and compete all over the world in leagues and tournaments that are attended and viewed by millions of people. Several colleges and universities offer full-ride scholarships to athletes. In order to be successful, an athlete needs to communicate effectively with his or her teammates, have fast reflexes, technical and tactical expertise of the activity, and master focus and concentration skills. Would you consider this activity a sport? I know my answer, and it is yes. I think esports are a real sport. Now, this doesn't mean that I believe that competitive gaming has to sell the same benefits that some other sports have. The lack of gross physical movement will mean that there probably isn't as much of a physical training aspect to it. And the mental impact of sports hasn't really been researched in eSport, but I can't imagine that you get the same mental health benefits from sitting on your couch and gaming as going outside and moving a lot. But in this time where real life sports cannot be played and you are looking for some competitive sport to watch, I would highly suggest you check out eSports. With the enormous variety of games available, I am sure that you will find something that you will enjoy watching. Thanks for watching this episode of JWK Explains. If you enjoyed this video, please leave a like, comment, and if you want to see more videos like this, subscribe to my channel. If you have any ideas of other videos or other things or topics you would like to see uh, in these videos, just leave a comment and I'm sure that uh, I can do something with that.